Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Monday morning, and we are back on the Bliss Report. It's Dr. Sashin, and it has been quite the weekend, so let's get into it. But first, I want to say at the top of this, um, if you are within earshot of my voice, it's Monday morning, and if you've been keeping up with the news, you know that Hurricane Ida has hit the Gulf Coast states, especially uh, New Orleans and Louisiana, Mississippi is, is rolling through. So if you are keeping track of what's happening down there, please send whatever prayers that you can to those who are still being impacted by the effects of the hurricane um, today on this Monday morning. It's 16 years to the day of Hurricane Katrina and the damage is devastating again. So um, this report is all about finding our pursuit of happiness and getting to a state of bliss but we also have to take some time to sometimes stand in the gap for those whose circumstances just prevent them from being able to do that um, because life and death is, you know, life and death. So good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. And again, this is Dr. Sashin. Oops, let me turn that phone off. This is Dr. Sashin and it is your Monday Bliss Report. Mondays are all about health code happiness. And so we're going to be talking today about happy and the pursuit of happiness as i like to say happiness is not a finite state it is a constant pursuit so to that end we're going to get into our topic of the morning so whether you're listening to me on the treadmill over your first cup of coffee on your way to work or just as you're rolling out of bed or going for a walk however you're consuming this content thank you so much for doing so you are the reason that we are here all right so let's take a quick break and listen to our first sponsor which is anchor and we'll be right back after this. Good morning and welcome back. So what are we talking about this Monday morning? Well, I am reading this amazing book called The Year of Yes, which is a memoir um, written by Shonda Rhimes. So for those of you who may not be aware of who Shonda Rhimes is, she presides over what is affectionately known as Shondaland. And she is the writer, creator, producer of hit shows such as Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, um, and Scandal, amongst other, and Bridgerton. So if you've watched any of those or uh, even other shows, I'm not fully versed in her entire repertoire, but she is a powerhouse of creativity and phenomenal womanhood. And so this morning, we're going to talk about something that she said in her book that really got me thinking, because in the pursuit of happiness for most women, we stumble on something really, really simple, something very very simple. And that is taking a compliment, saying thank you to someone who pays us a compliment. And so today's episode is entitled The Power of Taking a Compliment and how just a simple act of deciding to say yes and thank you to a compliment can radically change the pursuit of happiness in the in your everyday life. Like it is mind boggling how this one simple act this one simple decision can completely flip your happiness on its head. So can you take a compliment? When is the last time someone said something amazing to you? Like you look amazing in that X, Y, and Z, or that blank that you did, um, or that you're wearing or that you are, whatever makes you look, act, feel, whatever, like insert whatever adjective makes you happy or whatever adverb makes you happy. Um, 
and or said something like the way that you cooked that meal or the way that you gave that talk or the way that you directed that scene or the way you acted that scene or the way you sang that note, the way you drove that car, the, whatever the case may be. When was the last time someone said something like that to you and you didn't deflect? And you know what I'm talking about, ladies. You do it all. We do it all the time, right? Someone says, oh, my God, that blue makes you look amazing. And you say something like, oh, this thing. Yeah, you know, blue's not really my best color. And so I thought I, get, I, thought I would wear it today or, you know, I, I have to wear it for this thing over here. Um, but normally this shade of blue doesn't really go with my skin tone. You know, you said something deprecating and deflecting away from yourself. And we do it because we're uncomfortable with the concept that it is okay to actually go, you know what? Thank you. This actually does make me look pretty amazing. That's why I spent 15 hours, you know, figuring out what to wear today. Or that's why I spent those hours on whatever online shopping or store shopping in. And I saw this outfit, or I saw this dress, or I saw these pants, or I saw this suit, or I saw this shirt, and I really loved it. And I thought, God, that's going to make me look so great. I'm going to feel so good when I put it on. So I bought it. And so great. So thank you for, you know, supporting and acknowledging that I made the right choice. We don't say that. We never, ever say things like that. Instead, we find a way to either turn the tables and think, oh, I'm going to pay a compliment to someone else. I'm going to pay it back to you, which will make me not feel so uncomfortable. Or we deflect it as not a big deal. Just this is this little thing over here, this seven course meal I cooked or this bathroom I completely remodeled all by myself. Um, <laughs> this, you know, this car that I purchased for my hard earned money um, after after working hard and, and achieving something in my life or this house I purchased. None of that, that, that. That's not really me. That's the grace of and you fill in the blank. Right. We will give away the compliment to someone else as opposed to bringing it on ourselves. Now, why do we do that? Um, well, the first answer, and I probably the one that most readily comes to mind for most people is that we don't want to appear braggadocious. Like we don't want to appear like we're not humble. Um, and we, we want to have an air of humility about us that allows people to not think that we're getting too far ahead of ourselves. And, I call these false flag operations um, because the pursuit of humility is a complete false flag operation. And let me tell you why. In order to really exist in the world, right, we have to do amazing things every single day. And because we have to do amazing things every day, we go on this stealth mission that says, okay, I have got to do these amazing things. But I've got to somehow convince people or more importantly, convince myself that they're not really amazing things. Because if I if they're if I could if I can just do them but not think that they're amazing, then when then then I can stay under the radar. I can be stealthily under the radar doing pretty much kick-ass things all the time on a daily basis. But no one will know. And if they do know, I can go, oh, did you catch me doing this? I mean, I, it's it's just it's not me. It's luck. It's I'm just lucky. I'm just I'm blessed. And it's it's not true. It's absolutely not true. The things that you get up to every single day and every single way in every corner of your life are pretty amazing to someone. I, you know, there's um, a, a saying that floats around the internet that I actually really under, I, I appreciate it because it reminds me to never take myself, never remove myself from the conversation. And that is your worst day is someone else's best day. And somebody is watching you that you don't even know that you're having an impact on. And because of that, we get this um, this spotlight shown on us. And there are a couple ways to handle it, right? We can either 
stumble into humility and go, oh my gosh, I'm so self-deprecating. I'm the martyr. I can't, I can't believe the world thinks that I'm fantastic, which negates all the hard work and all of the things that you do that make you fantastic, right? That's what I mean by the false, it's the false flag operation because it totally cuts the, cuts the legs out from under us to go, yes, I do all these amazing things and I do them because I've studied really hard or I worked really hard or I've taken the time to become really, really good at this. And at the same, you know, it takes all of that away and somehow says, but anyone, anyone anywhere could do what I do. And so therefore I'm not special. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I happen to think that I can do some pretty amazing things in the world, but I cannot do everything. And so when I see someone who is doing something or wearing something or being some way in the world that that I cannot be and I want to pay that person a compliment, then I want to pay that person a compliment because they are in fact being freaking amazing. And what ends up happening is to come back around, what ends up happening is that the person who's watching you be amazing doesn't care about your humility, but you hear the, the humility part. Oh, she's so humble. Gosh, she does all this and she never really, she doesn't take any of the credit on herself. She just kind of keeps on doing it. That narrative is really devastating to our happiness. Let me talk to you about it in terms of, of moms out there. So moms, if you're listening, this is for you. Perk your ears up, turn, turn the volume up, and, and let's talk about this for a minute. We want to compliment mothers left, right, and sideways, right? We want to tell them they're fantastic. We want to give them accolades, um, and make sure that they know that they are the most amazing person on the planet. You know, Mother's Day, once a year, billion dollar industry, $2.59 gift card. Mom, you're the greatest. Mom, you're number one. Mom, you are fantastic. But we get really upset with mothers who go, you know what? I am kind of the shit. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving and shaking. Because on the one hand, we want to lift up mothers to, to be amazing. And you know why we want to lift them up so hard at least one day out of the year? Because the other 364 days out of the year, we expect them to disappear and just keep on doing what they're doing as if it was not worthy of praise. Let me say it again. The other 364 days out of the year, we expect moms to just keep on doing what they're doing as if it wasn't worthy of praise any more than one day out of the year. And so when you run into a mother who acknowledges that it's hard, but also acknowledges that she's knocking it out of the park. We don't know what to do with that. We go, we don't know how to say kudos on you for recognizing that it's hard and that you're doing it and saying, yes, yes. In fact, I am doing it. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that. We don't want that because that requires us to say to ourselves, oh, well, if you're being fabulous and you know, you're fabulous, then, then what can I give you that you don't already have? You're not supposed to know you're fabulous. I'm supposed to give you yourself. I'm supposed to be the mirror reflecting to back to you, your greatness, because you don't see it. And that is why women, especially mothers, have such terrible self-esteem. Absolutely terrible self-esteem. Because if we don't get reflected glory back at us, we're not allowed to have our own glory. We're not allowed to reflect our glory outward. We have to get it reflected back at us. And if we if we um, have too much of our own and no one can reflect back at us what we already have, then we're called, you know, uppity. We're called braggadocious. We're called confident. We're called so many things <laughs> that it, that are also not accurate. It's not accurate because if you have done any kind of thing in your life and if you are awake and you're listening to the sound of my voice, you have done things in your life that someone has acknowledged as being 
completely amazing. And you have probably thought to yourself, but I don't deserve the amazingness because I didn't do anything special. Who cares if you did something special? That is not the point. Someone saw you doing something that they thought was special and they said, you're amazing. And what we're taught is I'm not special, so I can't just say thank you. I can't just say thank you and move on as if it were my due to say thank you. Here's the thing. There are so many women who do things I cannot do. Um, I am not Misty Copeland. I cannot dance the ballet. I I will never be as amazing of a dancer as Misty Copeland. And I guarantee you that when Misty Copeland walks into a room, she is the best dancer in the room, period. No, No discussion, no confusion. And so when someone pays a compliment to her, I hope that she says, thank you, because she is in fact the best dancer on the planet. If she were chasing the false flag of humility, she might say something like, oh, you know, it's pure luck that I was able to achieve all that I've achieved. And that would be absolutely ridiculous because it takes hours of practice and dedication to the craft to be as good as Misty Copeland. Hours that she put in, dedication that she has exhibited through the years, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the the many things, the metal rods in her in her body that she's put her body through. And so when we see women, especially powerful women, especially um, celebrated women who say thank you, we get really uncomfortable because we think, well, how dare they lean into their wonderfulness? How dare they lean into their happiness? How dare they lean into their 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 grace, their beauty? Um, they can only do that after they reach a certain age. They can't be 25 years old leaning into it. They can't be 30. They can't be 40. They can't be 50. They can't be 60. They can be 60-ish. And then, you know, when they get older, then they can lean in. But otherwise, they can't lean in. Because if they lean in too early, then they don't learn humility. But here's the thing. You can't pursue happiness and humility at the same time. We simply can't. And um, asking women to basically disappear because they are really good at something that, that potentially might make others uncomfortable, but more than anything makes them appear special is in direct opposition. It's a 180 degree turn away from them being able to be happy a 180 degree turn away from being able to pursue happiness because you cannot pursue humility and happiness at the same time. You simply cannot. And so when you think about all that you have done, the places in your life where you have achieved something fantastic, and I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's getting out of bed this morning. Um, Think about this. If I were to just say to you, you did this. Oh my God, you are amazing absolutely positively amazing and you should like we should all be bowing at your feet can you stand in that moment and go thank you because actually that is pretty amazing that I did that and it's a big deal that I just got out of bed this morning you know um Naomi Osaka is making a lot of conversation happen around the issue of athletics and mental health and she put out a statement I think it was yesterday might have been the day before where she talked about how being in the public eye has really she the impact of, of life all of a sudden on the on the stage has impacted her and I was really appreciative of the statement that she put out because number one it reinforces the conversation that we need to have about mental health and 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 athletics and athletes and superior, what we, what we believe to be superior athletics. Um, 
but also the scrutiny of the world on people to be perfect and humble at the same time, to be grateful and fantastic at the same time, to be amazing at something, but also uh, twist themselves into the humility knot while they're doing it so that they're so that they don't appear to be something better than they think they are. And here's the, the thing about Naomi, I think is interesting. She is um, by far one of the best tennis players on the planet. She's everywhere. She is on covers of magazines. She's obviously a very wealthy woman. She is struggling with what it means to be in the spotlight. Um, and she gets a lot of grief, not because of the fact that she's achieved things, but that she achieved things. And she also felt like she was not able to do, um, to mentally handle some of the other things that came along with those achievements. And I would argue that part of the reason that that happens to women, especially in, it happened to Simone Biles at the Olympics, the most decorated gymnast in history, the GOAT, the greatest of all times, um, the Simone Biles, the Simone Biles. Um, it happened to her at the Olympics where she was unable to mentally perform not physically, but to mentally perform. And I argue that this is happening because we have twisted the idea that that these women have to be not only stellar at what they do 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but they have to be eternally grateful for the opportunity of doing it. And they have to wear this idea that somehow they have uh, achieved this at the, for somehow devoid of who they are, somehow divorced from who they are, that they've been given all of this, not that they've achieved it. That's where I'm going with this, that they've been given it, not that they've achieved it. And that is such a, a detriment to pursuing happiness. You're not given your amazingness. You achieve your amazingness. When you, when someone pays you a compliment because you have done something amazing, we want to say, you didn't do that. That was given to you. And that's incorrect. When I say, gosh, that meal that you cooked, you are an amazing cook. It's not because someone else stepped in and did all the work and you just came out and served it to me. And even if it was, thank you for finding the best caterer that there is. Kudos to you. It's because the reason we can't say thank you is because society wants to say to women, we we know you work hard at that, but we gave you your stardom. So you should be humble. Instead of saying, daggone it, you are a powerhouse of whatever this thing is, I can't do that. And so I want to give you all your flowers because you did that. And that is amazing. And I don't care if you're 21 or, or 91, kudos to you. And instead we go, yeah, we gave it to you. So you should be grateful and you should act a certain way and you should be humble and you should not say thank you because if you say thank you, that indicates that you think that you did something when in fact you didn't do anything, we did something. No, 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 no. In the pursuit of happiness, you have to be, be willing to say, I did that. I did that. And the power of saying yes and thank you, I did that changes the nature of the game. It changes the conversation. It changes your ability to to move forward through your day. It changes how you move forward through your life. Imagine for a minute that in the pursuit of happiness, um, which is a constant thing <laughs> and a road that we're constantly on, if we were leaning into and leaning forward, as Ariana Huffington said in her book, or maybe it was Sheryl Sandberg, excuse me, Sheryl Sandborn said in her book, Lean In, if we were able to lean into our accolades, lean into our good things, lean into our beauty, lean into our greatness, lean into whatever it is that, that we are pursuing as, as human beings and, 
And if we were able to take a compliment, that we were able to take a compliment, that in the pursuit of our life, of living our life, when someone came alongside us or walked with us for a bit and said, hey, you, you, yes, you, that thing you're doing or that dress you're wearing or that hairstyle or that makeup or whatever, that's righteous. Kudos to you. Imagine if you were doing that and you said, thank you. And you kept on moving. Do you think that you would get to happy a lot faster? Because in the pursuit of happiness, and I still argue that happiness is a pursuit and not a static destination. If we took the time to say thank you to the compliment, we could keep moving forward in our pursuit of happiness. Instead of having the compliment stop us in our tracks and and, and prevent us from making our forward motion because we have to stop and explain why we're not great. I have to stop and explain why I'm not great and why that compliment, though wonderful to hear, is actually shouldn't be paid. If we stopped doing that and instead embraced the concept that we would just say thank you and move on or yes, thank you and move on or even return a compliment if we sincerely mean it and not because we feel obligated to give to do that then do you think that you might find that your happiness points pop up along your road a lot faster? Because think about it. If you're not stopping every time someone said something nice to you to explain why they shouldn't say something nice to you and why you don't deserve it, then your momentum doesn't stop. It keeps moving forward. If you're not stopping to defend (laughs) yourself against your greatness, then you might actually say, I'm going to continue to be great and I'm going to go be even more great than I was when I did that thing that you're complimenting me on. I'm gonna go do X, Y, and Z because I feel like I'm doing okay in the world. I feel like I've done this thing and I feel good and I feel right and I feel wonderful. And lo and behold, someone came up came up and told me that they saw that I they saw the same thing in me that I see in me. And instead of shrinking from that, I'm gonna say thank you. And I'm gonna keep it moving because in the keeping it moving part, we find the freedom to go to the next place of happiness a whole lot faster, a whole lot faster. So your challenge on this Monday, because it's almost 30 minutes, I wanna keep these at 30 minutes. Your challenge on this Monday is to accept a compliment. If someone pays you a compliment today, try to, to not defend away the compliment. Find a way to say thank you and just let it go. I was reading, as I said, the year of yes, And there's a scene in the book where she talks about being in an elevator and someone paid her a compliment on the dress that she was wearing and the mental gymnastics that that ensued um, after that moment because she couldn't just say thank you. She had to find a way to defend the compliment and therefore show that she was deserving of it when she was already deserving of the compliment by virtue of doing whatever it is that she had done that made her feel good. So today, instead of finding a way to defend your comp- a compliment that's paid to you, can you find it in yourself to just say yes and thank you, or just thank you when someone says something nice about something about you or pays you a compliment in any way? This might be a struggle, but if you take it and you do it every single day, every single time, then I think it will become easier and easier to bask in your greatness and not think that you don't deserve to be great <laughs> because you obviously deserve to be great. 
That brings us to the end of Monday's episode. Please take a a moment to support the podcast, whether through a one-time donation because we're trying to buy some new equipment or through a subscription um, through Spotify. So excited. Uh, You can subscribe to the podcast for $9.99 a month, $9.99 a month, and get extra bonus episodes, um, longer episodes, and um, yeah. That's what you get. So thank you so much. Please make sure that you rate and review, leave a leave a comment. And if you do want to support the podcast, the link is in the show notes for the one-time donation or the subscription. Pick up the Year of Yes if you haven't read it. There, that's no endorse. I mean, I'm not getting paid to endorse that. It's a pretty phenomenal memoir, one of my favorites that I've read so far. Um, it's fun. She's obviously an amazing writer. She's written just about everything that people love. Um, but also it's got some great lessons about how to get past uh going going for the false flag of humility and really getting to saying yes to who you are and being able to say thank you when someone pays you a compliment. That's it for today. This is the Bliss Report signing off for Monday. See you tomorrow.